Welcome to the Friendship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Binnick, and today we're going to be talking about all things fitness, wellness, and mindset so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody and your family and life that loves you and needs you. All right, guys, what is going on today? We are going to be talking a little bit about buy-in. Now, I uh, have been working a lot on many different facets of things that are very exciting to come out in 2021. And, you know, we're coming up into our 10th year of being an official business that is open for business. And you are going to see individuals inside of our facility that have been with us signed up for 10 years. And that's incredible. Tumbling. It's, uh, it's one of those things, obviously, with 10 years of people, you build up quite the relationship with those individuals. And we have a lot of nine year people who will celebrate it next year. And then after that, you know, we'll have, you know, we have some people at eight years. And so we'll have people celebrating 10 year anniversaries really for, um, you know, until life uh, for the lifetime of, of friendship is my hope. And, that's caused me to, you know, take some time back and think about, you know, why, you know, why are these, what makes these individuals special? What makes them so willing to stick with the process and so willing to stick with us? And it's, you know, led me to this, this idea of buy-in. And ironically today, when I was on watching YouTube and I was watching some college basketball stuff, I came across this interview and I listened to it and I just loved it. And I want to share it with you guys. So I'm going to play it for you here. Uh, this is Frank Martin, who uh, at the time was the coach of uh, South Carolina. I'm not sure if he still is or not, uh, but you guys just enjoy this. And then we're going to talk about it a little bit. I'll take the first question for Coach Martin. Let's go to the right. Max, first row. Um, Max Bonstetter, Sports Illustrated for Kids. Um, Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. Your team clearly won the defensive battle tonight. When you coach and teach your team defense, what's more important, technique or attitude? First of all, a lot of respect to you. That's a heck of a question. I've been doing this a long time, and that's the first time anyone's ever asked me that. That's a heck of a question. Um... Attitude comes first. We got to have guys that are going to believe in our mission. They're going to believe in what we want to do. Once they believe, then we can teach them the technique. Um, it, it, that's, it all starts with our mindset. And we've got guys that are completely bought into what we do. And first of all, just how awesome is that? Uh, it's it's a kid at an official like ESPN, CBS press conference who gets to ask the first question. So I just love the clip. I think it's very, you know, homely and it just I don't know, it just kind of makes you feel warm and fuzzy in inside. And I mean, the kid just absolutely crushes it. If you guys ever watch any of these uh, post game press conferences, some of these adult reporters where it's their full time job and they're getting paid salaries to do it, just ask the dumbest questions in the world and just waste everybody's time and you see the coaches get all pissed off they're rolling their eyes they don't want to have to deal with it and then this kid just steps up and just asks an absolutely baller question and the question's great for a bunch of reasons but as a coach i love the question just like he does and you know it, it made me kind of smile and just think about us and honestly i, I agree completely with him about just life and time at friendship is you know 
first you have to buy in, you know, you have to buy into our system and buy into what we're doing. If you want to be a part of the team, you got to trust in the coaching staff. You got to trust in the system and the way that we do things. And, you know, that's hard. A lot of times we are strangers for people. And, you know, if you take it in a comparison to college basketball, like coach Martin, he gets some time to go to the, you know, the athletes houses to watch their high school games, to meet the individuals, maybe have them come to their basketball camps, get to know them a little bit. And then they would make a decision, all other things considered, and sign on to that sports roster. And then he gets to have them for four and sometimes five years. So there's a lot of relationship that goes into that a lot of times before they even make the decision to come on full time. And we a lot of times don't get that. We also aren't, you know, Frank Martin or, you know, uh, Coach Szewski or somebody who's got a 30 year track record of success. We do have a 10 year track record of success. Uh, so there is some trust that's naturally built up by just, you know, being good at what you've done for an extended period of time and having a lot of people who have seen success there. But, you know, it is hard when somebody's a stranger and they walk in and, you know, I'm like, how'd you hear about us? And they're like, I saw, you know, a Facebook video and, and you tell them we've been there for 10 or 11 years. And they're like, oh, well, I've never heard of you guys. And it's like, okay, so I, you know, I get 15 to 20 minutes to listen to the person's, you know, issues and what they're working to fix. And then try to, you know, be like, convince them that we're the right team for them, convince them that our system is the best system for them. And that's not easy to do. And so that buy-in is challenging because, you know, you're going to show up and you're going to come to your first session and we're going to start to teach you the technique. So if you go back to the original question, he talks about that they've got to have buy-in first. It's got to be a mindset. It's got to be a mentality that happens first. You got to be on the same page so that you are willing and ready to accept the form and the technique and the system that is given to you. And this is a really hard thing for adults. And I think the older we get, the more stubborn we tend to be about, you know, the things we know and the things we don't know and, you know, the biases that we've collected over the years. And I actually am writing a blog post right now about, you know, personal training and just how many people come in the door with just you know, preconceived notions and biases about what they know about health and about fitness and about nutrition. And we sort of have to break some of those things down. And I assume, you know, when I coached basketball, same thing, you might come in and you might have played, you know, a zone defense your entire life. And we might want to run man to man trap. That's a totally different scheme. It's it's going to require you to relearn everything that you know about defense. It's harder. It's much more physically demanding. It's much more mentally taxing and demanding also. And that's going to be true for a lot of people when they walk through the doors at Friendship is we're probably going to be very different than, you know, if you're coming from Orange Theory or if you're coming from P90X or if you're coming from marathon running, this is going to be very different. It's going to be significantly more mentally and physically challenging and taxing for you to undertake. And as a byproduct of that, there's going to be more demand, more stress, more challenge on you on the technique side of things, which means that we have to have even greater buy-in. And so this is sort of the secret of success that that I've had. And, you know, as I start to try to teach this to people, you know, and as I'm writing this blog post, I'm, I'm just sitting and I'm thinking about this a lot of the people in 2020 through the pandemic, through COVID, the people who I am seeing this year who are seeing the most success. And there's a lot of people who are absolutely crushing it this year. 
They're the people who trust and bought into the system. They trust and they buy into our coach or all of the coaches. They're humble enough to listen. They're open enough to receive the coaching and they are committed enough to the team, to the scheme. They are bought in enough to listen and stick with it. And there are a lot of people that just flat out don't meet that requirement. And I know that this happens all the time in sports. I've coached in sports, multiple different sports, and you see it all the time. I want to do, you know, this when I coached lacrosse, I wanted to run a very specific type of defense. It's very unique. It's very different. And it really didn't work for a specific position that is actually really common in lacrosse. So a lot of people will run, you know, a long pull midi in a certain spot in a defense or they'll, they'll, you know, pair them up against, you know, the best offending midi or something along those lines. And a lot of people run a man to man, but I wanted to run a specific zone and I wanted to put the long pull midi in a very different position. And none of that necessarily matters. But what you need to know is that people coming in with a preconceived notion about what a long pull midi is, they are going to think that they're going to have a certain role. And I'm going to ask something totally different from them. And you have two choices at that point. You can either make your mind up that this is the coach and this is the system that I am going to buy in and stick to, that I'm going to commit myself to, and I'm going to give it my all. And then I'm going to reevaluate after six months, or I'm going to reevaluate after the season, or I'm going to reevaluate after a year to see if that was the right decision for me. But what happens a lot of times is people don't commit themselves. People don't buy in. They don't listen to the coach. They don't buy into the system, or they only do half of the system. They only do some of it. They do the parts that are easy. They do the parts they want to do, but they don't do the parts they don't want to do. Right. We'll maybe learn how to do the exercise. We'll learn. We'll listen to you when you kind of talk about an air squat. But I don't know about we don't really need to listen about the nutrition side of things. Yeah, we'll listen to you when you talk about, you know, getting, you know, 10, 15,000 steps a day being outside. But we're not just we're just not going to listen. We like we sleep six hours a night or sleep five hours a night. And I just life's so busy. I don't have time to, to take your advice or follow your system to try to get seven or eight hours every night. So they only half buy in, they only partially buy in. And then the problem is we can't judge what we are doing, whatever endeavor we're taking on. If we don't buy into the system, if we don't have the attitude, if we don't have the positive approach to whatever we're doing, then you can't give it a true, honest judgment. You can't make a real determination. And we see this on the coaching side all the times. You know, one of the things that we talk about most with coaches is, you know, are they bought in? Are they putting in the work that we say that we know they need to do to be successful? Are they listening? Are they consistent? Are they showing up? Are they working on nutrition? Are they following the coaching steps well? All these things, these little things, just every little one of them matters because the people who are bought in, they do it all. It's not just showing up when it's convenient to them. It's not just eating healthy when they feel like it. It's what's the system. I bought into the system. I got to follow the system. And this is sort of that secret to success is find a system that works 
and stick to it extended for for so long that your your time preference is just is never ending right and this gets back to our time preference conversation where I, I the longer I do this the more that I pay attention to fitness health nutrition and you know and then you start looking into other fields you look at you know finance and investing you look at relationships you look at people who are in 30 40 50 year relationships what what is it what how like why are you why is warren buffett so successful my parents they're you know 40 years what is why why are you guys so successful and it's because we were committed to the process of being married to each other and that means through the good and the bad means showing up when it's hard means loving each other when it's not easy it's committing and I think people think about things now on a one year or a three month or a six week or a 90 day or a one hour. You know, it's the TikTok generation and our attention spans have gone so low time preference that it's almost makes it impossible to be successful at anything. And so this year has been a very odd year uh, for me for a bunch of different reasons. But if you have an extended time horizon, if you're able to look at things over a five-year or a 10-year timeline, it's incredible what you can accomplish. And one of my favorite sayings is people always overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10. And if you would have told me, you know, when I was 25 years old, 26 years old, getting out of the army and, you know, going to start my own business and going back to school and looking at law school and doing all these things. If you would have told me, you know, that I would have had 15 employees and, you know, over 5,000 people come through our doors and train with us and I'd build out a system, you know, hired full time coaches and I created full time jobs for people and seen, you know, three generations of people work out in the same gym and grow out a robust, you know, kids and teens program that saw kids come in when they were 12 and 13 and then watch them graduate high school and start to go off to college or, you know, watch Rye come in and he's 14 years old and, you know, he's like just a, a quiet kid with, you know, not a lot of skills and now he's winning powerlifting events and because you know starting and working on his own businesses it's 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 a crazy journey and you can accomplish so much in 10 years but people get so confused in three months and six months when they're looking at a system that takes years to work and it's hard when you do stick with things for an extended period of time for longer than people do and you start to see it work and you want to tell people so badly you know spend less than you earn and just dollar cost average into solid time tested investment vehicles and you will be financially free and it doesn't have to be more complicated than that but people just don't stick with it you know, they get married, they, you know, they go and they buy a house they can't afford, and they buy cars they can't afford, and they finance them. And they build up credit card debt and student loan debt, and they have some of these other issues, and they're not committed to the process of paying down debt, spending less than they earn, 
dollar cost averaging, starting to work themselves out into, you know, some different investment vehicles. It's the same thing is true with health and fitness is they try, they want to lose 15 or 20 pounds in the short term to fix short term pain. And they sign up for and only pay attention to the stuff that's going to help them hack that 10 or 15 pounds. And in the process of that, they don't learn anything about the system that would behoove them for the rest of their entire lives. They don't commit themselves to the process of learning how to eat habitually natural foods in moderation consistently. They skip those parts. Or they only do them with a short-term timeline. I'm just going to do a 30-day challenge just to meet this little goal and then whatever. And our time preference has just gotten so screwed up. And I don't, you know, naturally, uh, I, I think social media is a huge component of it. I just think the lifestyle that we choose now is so fast-paced. I get sucked into it all the time. I get sucked into watching YouTube or listening to podcasts, being entertained all the time. When I go on walks, I've gotten in a bad habit recently of always grabbing headphones and listening to a podcast, learning too much too often, always always reading, always listening, always stimulating in some way, always making my brain exercise and work. And sometimes that becomes this huge problem because we don't need to learn more a lot of the time. We just need to find the process and stick to it consistently and then just relax. Just relax. Find some balance. And if you guys are a part of friendship or if you guys have been a part of friendship in the past, if you guys know what the friendship system is, it works, period. It's gotten better and better and better over the last 10 years. It's the best it's ever been right now. If you guys are joining and you're listening to your first couple of podcasts, this is the best iteration. We've come light years. This is about the 780th version of the gym. And it's more complete than it's ever been. And if you listen to your coach's advice and if you follow that advice consistently, putting the emphasis, hopefully where the coaches are putting the emphasis, which is on movement, nutrition, and mindset. If you do those things and you just stick with it, four to five days a week of exercise, walking in the afternoons or the opposite day. So if you guys work out in the a.m., you're walking in the p.m. If you guys work out in the p.m., you're walking in the a.m., Staying active, up and active, getting sunlight, going to bed at a decent hour, not overstimulating yourself before bed, eating whole natural foods in normal quantities consistently over time. If you stick to that system, ask coaches when you need help, double down when you want more. If you just do that for five, six, ten years, you will see success beyond what any of your peers do because people just aren't willing to stick with things for that long anymore. And they go and they look for something new and they restart the process and now it's a new process. 
And it would be like, you know, if you're, uh, is what, you know, everyone had talked about with Baker Mayfield this past year is, you know, he's a quarterback coming out of college. And it was something like, even going back to his time at Oklahoma, I think he changed coaches at Oklahoma too. I could be wrong there. But uh, when he came into the Browns, he had like three or four different head coaches and three or five different offensive coordinators over a span of three years. And every time they'd have some new system. So they're changing the offense. They're changing what you practice every day. They're changing the emphasis. It'd be like if you guys came in tomorrow and I was like, no, Zumba's the best way to work out. And no, no, no. Instead of eating like this, you're going to eat like that. And instead of eating whole natural foods, I want you to eat. To just drink these shakes and take Advocare every day. Be if I just like totally change it up. And then two weeks later, I changed my mind again and changed the system entirely. And it was really, really hard for him to find any success, any consistency, because there's just no system for him to know and have confidence in following. And this is what you get when you come in the doors here and when you train here. This is the value proposition is that we have a system that works, but you have to buy into it. And I think there's tons of systems that work across tons of different domains, fitness included. Whatever you decide to do, just stick with it and stick with it all the way. If you're going to choose to do it, buy in. And everyone always talks about drink the Kool-Aid. This is always the thing with CrossFit is drink the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. Drinking the Kool-Aid means you bought into the system. If you're going to do it, do it right. Do it well. Don't half-ass anything. Anything worth doing is worth doing right. And if it's worth doing right, then buy in all the way. Do it with intention and do it consistently for years. Everything you do, everything that you start, every commitment you make should be for years with the intention of years. Years. Not weeks, not months, not hours, not days, not, yeah, you know, I don't know. I think I'm going to kind of pick this up maybe. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, I'm going to throw Maria under the bus, love her to death, but she, she, she goes, yeah, oh, you know, I kind of want to learn the ukulele. So my mom for Christmas this year got her ukulele. And uh, so I was kind of giving her a bunch of shit about it. And I like, I want her to learn the ukulele. I love the ukulele. If you guys have never watched Jake Shimabukuru on YouTube, you totally should go down that rabbit hole because he's freaking awesome. It's incredible. Uh, So I was all on board. I want her to be a ukulele guru. But she hasn't hired a coach. She hasn't figured out a process. She hasn't committed to any process. And I think she didn't understand the fact that like to get good at the ukulele is going to take you years of consistent, hard, processed work. And that's what I, that's the hardest part about fitness. We are in I like I'm talking to this about my dad recently. We are in the hardest business in the world because my value proposition to most people is, yes, I want you to sign up and I want you to work your butt off and be uncomfortable consistently every day, every week, every month, every year for the next four to seven years. And then once you've done that solidly for seven years, bought into that process, you will have such great habits built up that you will experience a life free from, you know, incapability and disease forever. And I'll trickle over to the other loved ones in your life. 
you'll be more successful in everything that you do because you are bought in to living a healthy lifestyle, which means that you can operate mentally at absolute peak condition. You will be able to do things that other people will just simply not be able to do because you committed to that process. But most people like then look at me like they're like a deer in headlights. They're like, oh, well, you know, I just kind of wanted to lose like 10 pounds over the next couple of months. So like, I don't, I don't really know what, you know, your, you know, years, I don't know. I mean, I was just kind of thinking like, I just kind of joined the gym cause pandemic was hard. <laughs> it's just like, and I'm like, oh, sorry. All right. I went a little overboard there. I went a little too far. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I get excited about things, but if we if we can understand that stuff before we make decisions, we will make those decisions a little bit more carefully. We will look into them probably a little bit further or deeper with a little more scrutiny. We'll pay attention a little bit more to really what we're getting ourselves into. But once you make the decision, buy in. You know, a few years ago, I got involved with real estate investing with Justin Keyes, who's a member of the gym, and he's extremely helpful uh, in teaching me. And I went all in. I listened to every single Bigger Pockets podcast. I bought, I don't even know, four or five, six books, seven books, read all of them, rented a bunch of books from the library, listened to audiobooks, still listen to the podcast every week. And you know, based on, uh, the last year, you know, hard to, hard to invest in, in anything given the, the financial situation of everything over the last couple of years. But I bought all the way in to that as something that we were going to do to a system. And you have to understand that you have to stick with those things for an extended period of time, but that's a good litmus test. And so if you guys are new to joining, you guys are new to listening to the podcast, welcome. I hope you guys use the content. I put a lot of work. I was calculated up the other day. Uh, most audiobooks are somewhere in the uh, you know six to eight hour range, depending on what speed you listen to. Uh, and I think right now our total podcast time is a little over four hundred and eighty six hours. Uh, if you were to listen to all of them, so if we divide that by seven, yeah, so that's about sixty nine books, roughly worth of content. And so there's a lot of information in there, a lot of great things. And, you know, honestly, I was talking to Kelly about this the other day. Kelly, if you're listening, hello, shout out to you. Uh, you know, she was telling me I need to make more podcasts. I need to get back on this. And honestly, you know, I told her I only want to make podcasts if I really have something to say, if I have a lot of value there. And, you know, sometimes I have things to say and I do a podcast and I'm just like, ah, you know, that's I've kind of touched on that before. And so I hope you guys still get value out of listening to these. If you guys are newer and you guys have started listening to the podcast, that's awesome. I'm very excited to have you. But, uh, if you guys are old school to the podcast and you've listened to all of them, thank you so much for committing all of your time. And I hope that you are more bought into the process now than you have ever been. I hope that you guys understand my value proposition is, is in years, right? It's not in months. And I hope that you guys know that, you know, we are, and I am as committed to developing, you know, this process and continuing to make it better and better and better every single year, every single month and sticking to that process, uh, for the long term. you know, it's been a great 10 years so far, and I hope it's another great 10 years down the road, but it, it gives you this sort of peace of mind. And that's the thing I found over this past year is it's okay to slow down every now and again, and just understand that you're doing everything you can. 
you're committed to the process and you're executing on the process and you're doing that every day and you're doing it consistently. And so long as you're doing those things, so long as you're committed and you're bought into that process, you'll continue to be successful. And that's what's so funny about everything in life is, you know, sometimes we get into the hurry and, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not getting close enough to retirement. We need a new job. You know, we're not succeeding fast enough. You know, our, our house isn't big enough. We need a new car. We need, you know, all these, all these things. We kind of get into hurry sometimes. And it's easy to forget that almost all this stuff just can take some time sometimes. So that was sort of my uh, my process that I was going through a little bit today as I was kind of watching some of these things. And I came across that I was uh, listening to podcasts and then that came across and everything was very process driven today. And, um, you know, a long long time preference uh, was sort of the theme and buying in from a mental attitude place uh, before we can actually achieve success in anything uh, was sort of the catalyst for that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this today. Hope you guys have a fantastic, incredible week. We're coming up on spring. That means doors up, sunlight, vitamin D, increased walking, all of that amazing stuff. So great for your health and fitness. Stick to the process, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.